I love Smith. Anybody say got something to say something bad about Johnson C. Smith, I'm gonna say something. I'm about that life. You know, I love Betty's Ford, the history on Betty's Ford. When you come to Johnson C. Smith, it brings everybody together. So we have that unity. We have that love. We have that loyalty. It's in our loyalty song. We love these Smith with all our hearts. And I said, well, hold on. If I'm about Smith, if I love Betty's Ford, if I'm about unity, if I'm about loyalty and love, I'm about that bull. That's the acronym for bull. You are now tuned in to a Power Podcast Network production. All right, and we're back. Man, <laughs> that boy Viticus is here in the building. What's going on? What's going Viticus, on, man? man? Bro, I got you down as a as a legend, as my brother, as yeah. my frat brother, yeah. former co-worker. That's it. And most importantly, man, my friend, bro. That's it. What's bro, up, bro? What's Good up, to see man? you, bro. Welcome on What's the pod, up? man. Keep the money on the floor, baby. Man, keep the money on the floor because you know we bought that bull, baby. Hey, listen. You know. you, I like how you put that in there. You know what Balls. I'm saying? That's shameless plug. Shameless plug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all the way from the metro, man, Columbia, South Carolina. The met, the city you can't forget. That's right. Shout out to them Braze Wings, man. Braze, Braze them. Braze, Braze them. Right there. <laughs> um, So, look, we're going to uh, get right to it, man. I'm a... Uh, I'm doing this new uh, thing on the pod. It's called This or That, and it's the uh, movie edition. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I know, I know you. You're, you're, you're a movie buff. Oh, yeah, you know, you know that. You know that. And so, you know, we're going to do this or that. So I'm going to give you two options, and you got to right. pick one. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yes, sir. Boys in the Hood or Minister Society? Boys in the Hood, man, because they either don't know, don't show, or care what's going on in the hood. Okay, okay, okay. All right, here we go. Harlem Nights or Life? Hmm, Harlem Nights. I'm going to say Harlem Nights because, you know, uh, my boy Eddie with no joint. Quick, quick, <laughs> quick. Harlem Nights. All right, here we go. We're going, we're going in the uh, uh, romance genre. Okay. Boomerang or Love Jones? Man, I'm going to say far uh, suave and smooth, I got to go to Love Jones, man. That poem with no jump. You know what I'm saying? You know, what? Darius Love Hall, man. Is that all right? <laughs> yeah. New Jack City or Paid in Full? New Jack City, man. Hands down. Nino Brown, classic. Classic. Yeah. G Money. G Money. Tell my both of them. Yeah. And, and, the, and the product, 50% yeah. cheaper. 50% cheaper. <laughs> well, I know you was a movie, but okay, you know. I got. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Players Club, because mm. I know you're a big Bernie Mac fan. That's right. That's well full goal. Or one of our favorite movies that we always talk about that's so underrated, House Party 3. Man, man. You know what? I'm going to go with House Party 3, man. I'm going to go with House Party 3. Yo, you know? he made that movie. He bro. made that movie. He said, because I'm proud of you, son. I'm proud of you. But I know. But I know. <laughs> man, we say that to each other all the time. All day. We know exactly what we mean. But you yeah, already man. know. Yes, sir. Yo, you my back to back South Carolina guest, man. You know, tell me about the great state of South Carolina, man. What's going on down there? Man, Columbia, South Carolina, like the license plate said, a capital place to be. It is definitely um, a place about history. You know, um, I'm sure you heard that one time where we had a great African American local hero went into the state house and took that flag down off by herself. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes you can vote, you can. You can talk to the mayor. You can talk to anybody you want to talk to. But sometimes we got to effect change ourselves yeah. by taking the initiative. So, yeah. I mean, it was a time, man, when, in Columbia where back in the early 90s, you went to Columbia. And before you came to Charlotte, you went to Carowinds and made a U-turn, you know, before Charlotte really, really became that queen city that it, is, it is today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, so much of stuff has changed because of that flag. We've missed out on a whole bunch of stuff. But For sure. we still growing. It's still a good place and it's, it's a great place to raise kids and it's still cool. Yeah, we was down there uh, for frat wedding. Uh, speaking of frat, happy charter day, man. Yeah, happy charter to Shout you, out man. Shout to Alpha Epsilon, brother. Listen, A-H, uh, Alpha Epsilon, 5 Eta Sigma, you know, Johnson C. Smith, and we had our line birthday the other dozen yesterday. Blue fight. You know Hey, listen, boy, they can see your step, boy. Boy, we're one of the greatest, but we're going to get to that, man. That's right. That's right. Um, I'm going to get right to it, man. I know okay. this this has been a tough season for a lot of us. Yes. And at the top of this pandemic, man, you lost someone special to you, man. Talk about that and how you're doing now, man. Well, um, I did. For those who may not know, I did lose my father, um, Donna Faye Collins. He's actually one of the commanders in Wayne County uh, in uh, Detroit, Michigan. Matter of fact, one of the first people to pass you know, in that state, I mean, I didn't even know 
I knew my dad was popular, but it made like national news. Yeah. You know, um, the story was everywhere. Yeah, his story social media, was man. everywhere. Like people was forwarding me articles that I didn't even yeah. know that they wrote about him. So, I mean, of course, it definitely hit home. Um, I spoke to my dad maybe like a week before he passed. And, you know, my dad, I get that party bug from him because mm -hmm. he was not only a, a police officer, he was also uh, a party promoter and a radio personality, Mix 92.3 um, in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? That's right, Mix 93.2, yeah. back jams. Yeah. You know, so he started with the mic. He put the mic in my hand. So, you know, anybody knows me, they know my father. Um, but he... He also had pre-existing conditions, you know, he had um, bronchitis, he had uh, uh, asthma, you know, so, and those things all attacked the lungs, so he had so much fluid in his lungs that it attacked his other organs as well. But the scary part is when I talked to him, um, our last FaceTime, you know, uh, conversation, uh, which maybe like a week and a, and a couple of days before he passed, he didn't know he was going to die. He, he, just know, he just knew that he wasn't feeling well. He wasn't feeling well, and he went in there with walking pneumonia. That's mm -hmm. why he went to the hospital. He had cold sweats. Wow. And, I mean, to be totally honest, and, and I thank you for our first responders. I really want to give a special shout-out to all those who are on the front lines, like the people in the hospital. Um, but the scary thing, statistically, man, a lot of those individuals that go to the hospital sometime may not come back out you yeah. know what i mean and that's because there's so much stuff in there but we we talked on the phone and the, the last thing i could say was a good memory he said v i'll be i got a party to throw he had a party he's trying to throw next week he said i'll be out and that was the last time we spoke wow. and um that really did hit me hard man so um you know like with that situation with with your pops and and again man like i reached yeah. out to you bro like you know we it. all was praying for you i was rooting for your families like man like mm -hmm. like that's when I knew it was real. Yeah. Like, because that was at the top of COVID. Right. Was, was it March or he was He passed on, like, March 25th, and that was yeah, a Wednesday. He, that, he died yeah, on a Wednesday. That's when I was like, mm -hmm. bro, this joint real, because, like, yeah. we had, they had pushed us out to schools, obviously. It was like, y'all going to be home. Right. And then when, like, you know, obviously, the you know, the, 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 the um, social media chatter, and they was like, bro, yeah. check on V, check on V, posted something about his dad. Yeah. And then I think uh, one of our former coworkers sent me something, and I was like, damn, this drink real. It's real, you know man. I mean? And, I, and I, I, you said the same thing. A lot of people didn't really understand the seriousness of it because it wasn't hitting home. Right. And then when it hit somebody that you close to, it became real serious. But then, you know, yeah. we as our people, we said, oh, black people can't get it. Right. Oh, black people this, or young people, you know what I'm right. saying? And then it's like, right. nah, I'm like, no, like, and again, not to put your folks business nah, you good. I'm like, yo, I know somebody yeah. who it affected his, his pops. I was like, mm -hmm. and he was, he's black. Like, nah, we got to stop saying that, man. Exactly. And you got to be careful, man. The thing about it, what, what frustrates me is that with all that's going on and we know this thing is airborne, you know, you still got individuals who refuse not only to wear a mask, but you still want to go out. It's no party, no restaurant that I'm trying to get back to to be around people when I know the stuff is going around. For sure. True, on the flip side, you do have to live. You do need to have that bug where you can be around people because we're social butterflies. We mm -hmm. need to be around individuals. But sometime in this instance, isolation will literally save your life. Stay home. Right. Yeah, and I think that's where we're at now. Um, obviously, fast forward like seven months later, right? People are tired of being in the house. So that's, that's why yeah, as we scroll yeah. on social media, we mm -hmm. see people like first wave of vacation and again, yeah. <clears throat> going mm -hmm. out to eat and just traveling. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, just being around people. But yeah. people are like, yo, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And I think a lot of, I, some of it I get because you can go crazy mm -hmm. being in the house by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother set of isolation, man. But yeah. I want to get back to your pops, man, because- gotcha. Again, I've been knowing you since I got to college, and of course, mm -hmm. same fraternity. When we worked together, you were always big up your pop. You all, I'm going to see my dad in Detroit, and you yeah. would just be so happy. And I yeah. love that, man. But mm -hmm. what's one thing that your dad just shared with you about life that, like, you'll never forget that you just live by? Man, um, never be afraid to speak your mind. My dad never bit his tongue when he had when he was passionate about something. You know, I'm a Libra. My dad is Scorpio. It's so funny. My mom's a Scorpio. Being raised by Scorpios and, believe it or not, being a premature baby, you know, people who see me would not believe that now. You know what <laughs> I mean? But being a premature baby, I was supposed to be a Scorpio. So, I mean, uh, he's big on the, you know, the zodiac sign. But never be afraid to speak your mind. You know, the truth will always hold strong. You know what I mean? And, um, my dad always focused on mine. He was a man's man, and I was a little more nicer, you know what I mean, a little soft touch. But my dad has always just said, listen, 
never be afraid to speak your mind and let them know that you're serious. And yeah. that's one thing that I, I hold true now. If I got something to say, I'm going to say it. Now, I know you got a, a little brother that's in the South Carolina area. Do you have yes. uh, more siblings out there in the Detroit? I do. In the West from, area? From my father, I am the oldest. So on my dad's side is me. And then I have my sister, Crystal, yeah. who is two years younger than I am. Then I have my brother, Carlos. And then my heart, my baby sister, Rakaya, who is um, now in college in her uh, junior year. Oh. Yeah, so. Big family, big family. Big family. Okay, man. yeah, but man, I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to touch on that because, again, I think it's important. Yeah. And I know, like, being, like, that conversation we had, I was like, bro, like, you know, I love you, man. Like, oh, yeah, love you, need, man. Yeah. Whatever you, you need from my family or for the mm -hmm. frat, like, I'll call everybody, like, you know what I'm saying? Because, again, that was like, bro, this thing is real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, again, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about it and just still mm -hmm. let people know because, like, this is, like, everybody knows you, bro. Yeah. Everybody knows Viticus Thomas. You know and what I'm saying? It's I, like, yo, I'm like, humble. I appreciate it. Everybody that. reached yeah. out. Like I said, the socials was going crazy, man. So a lot of people, they know you because obviously we went to the same school. Right. So as a segue, like, what's your JCSU story? How'd you hear about it? You know, what was the stuff you was involved in when you got there? I mean, I know, but everybody don't know. It's funny. Great minds think alike. Um, before I even tell you that, I want to give a special shout out to um, the Lovables, the AKAs from Smith, yeah. our sisters, the Zetas. You know, everybody who showed me love, who sent some, I appreciate y'all. They are so humble as well. They don't want to be mentioned. I'm not yeah. going to say names, but yeah. you know who you are on this large platform of Keep It On The Forward. Right. I want to make sure that everybody who's listening knows that I appreciate y'all. I told them at the time, but I want to use this special time to say thank y'all. I love y'all. It ain't nothing like Smith love. With that segue, what made me want to choose Smith? Why did I want to come to Smith? One word, no matter who you speak to, is the word family. When you come on that campus, you feel like you belong, even if you never went there. It's something about that atmosphere. It's that spirit. You know, that's an HBCU. Biddle Hall was built by the free slaves. It is a spirit on that campus that makes you know that no matter where you come from, when you step on that yard, you belong there. Mm -hmm. You feel comfortable there. You feel like, I wish I would have went to Smith. You know what I'm saying? And it is about time that we get the respect that we are due because just like your merch say, black college football started here. We started this thing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So when people come on the campus, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, man, I heard these Smith stories, you right. know? So I could have went anywhere. You know, I got accepted to a bunch of other schools or whatever, like I'm sure like we all have. Yep. But it was that tour at Johnson C. Smith in Charlotte. The best place to be, Biddle Hall being on the highest peak in Charlotte, seeing the skyline from any point of the campus, it's a beautiful yard. Mm -hmm. But when I can, can say that my grandma talked to Dr. Yancey, our president, we was Yancey babies, she said, Dr. Yancey, take care of my grandson. And to this day, I could pick up my cell phone and call Dr. Yancey. She was my letter of recommendation to get the job at Smith. So right. when I say you go there and it's a real family environment, it don't just follow you to your degree. It's yeah. long after. Yeah. And it's continuous. Man, you, you said a lot there. And that's obviously a lot of a lot of our reason that we attended the school, man. Um, yeah. I know a big part of your involvement there was... Um, I was okay to say it at a previous episode with Lakeisha and the, the <laughs> International Institution of Sound. Say the whole, yeah, yeah, you know say the whole, saying? yeah. Yeah, I got, you got to say it, you got to say it, you can't get an acronym. Yeah, you can't get an acronym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, get, I get, you know, in trouble. <laughs> but the band, man, that's the your band. life, bro. You're, you're a band head. I'm a band Respectfully. head, Respectfully. Yeah, I'm a band head to the day I die. I love the band. Shout, yeah. shout out your section, the instrument, all Listen, that. Listen, shout out to the trumpets, TNT, TNT, because we dynamite, scoot. Boom! I ain't gonna cuss. This is a family show, but uh, it is a cuss word at the end of that. You know what I'm saying? But I uh, love the trumpet section. Um, love the International Institution of Sound. Love being a part of the band. The band is at any HBCU. The band is truly the pulse and the heart of an HBCU. If you don't even like music, you still gonna bob and weave yeah. at the football game, at the basketball game. Like I told Lakeisha and I said, it was something about like when you first got to Smith mm -hmm. at the beginning of the semester, like where, before everybody came back, like yo, I wanna see who in the band, I wanna mm -hmm. see everybody that come around by that band room. You just, we out there posted up, like oh, you know they coming up the hill now. Man, you listen. just wanna see that breakdown, man. Let's keep it real, man. Everybody came out, they want to see them dancers, they want to see them, they want to see that blue satin, you know what I mean? But they want to see us break it down, period, because it was hype. I mean, you yeah. had football team got to practice early just to run up there and talk jump and march. They would march beside but us. 
pre-social media, that right. was the social life. That's how that it was. all kicked off. Because it was it. like it was like hallmarks of the day. Like, all right, you know they're going to come up here. Mm-hmm. And then everybody get out there. you like, well, shit, what y'all about to do? Or what, what's going on in listening? You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all trying to go hoop? Right. It wasn't like, yo, you text. It was like, bro, just you know to be outside. You go knock on doors. Like, yo, come on, man. Put your flip-flops on. Yeah, and that's what I miss, man. You know, instead of texting somebody or doing all that, we had to go out and actually talk to people. You know, and that's a lost art of actually getting to know people, to speak to them in their face as we have in our dialogue now. Now everybody's on their phone. You go on a trip, man, you rather film it than actually just have the experience and then have it just for a personal experience. Yeah, We gotta post everything. Fast forward a bit. This is your second stint working at the university. Yes. How does that feel coming back? You you, you like Jordan, yeah. man. Back at the four or five, man. Definitely not even a four or five. I feel like a wizard. I don't feel like no bull. You know, ah. I, I, I was a bull when me and you worked. Yes, you know, I, I feel like this is like the Washington Wizards, the Wizards Jordan. experience. You know what I mean? Kind of on, the, came on out the way the box, out. Yeah. Like I can still play. Yeah, I can still play. You know <laughs> what I mean? But um, I, one thing about me, I definitely can still recruit. You know, and this is humbly speaking, I know how to. Get people to want to join. Well, you got the gift of gab, so like you, you, you the greatest at that, man. Man, I appreciate that, and I, I I owe that all to my dad. And then you know how we feed off each other. It's just that 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 uh, confidence you get from even going to Smith. That was that ump that we got that was instilled in us when we went to school. But um, coming back, man, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to come back. I wanted to come back because I wanted to help carry on that tradition that people heard stories about in years past. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? You know, these students now they get to school. And they say, well, Mr. Thomas, you know, is it like this, is it like that? Well, I'm going to tell you, it's a little change, but we're growing, you know. And one thing I can say, Smith has truly grown, especially academically. So um, coming to a new building on campus with the multi-million dollar building, you know, the STEM building, you know, not every kid down to get a laptop how it was with us. Now it's an iPad and a passport, you mm. know what I mean? So it's a lot of incentives that they're getting. And now all these new partnerships that we're getting with a lot of, uh, Atrium Health, that's going to be a, a future announcement. You know, I can't say too much, but okay. that's going to be a future partnership. Hey, Matt, you know, Matt, so, you hear that, Matt? You know, Matt, so, listen up. You know, exactly. Matt so, working the healthcare system. Right. Shout out to my boy, Matt. Shout out to Matt. So We you got know, some merch for him here. That yeah, we, 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 we got your merch, that. Matt. We got your merch. Yeah, but um, definitely want to make sure that we plug that because that's going to be a, a future thing about students being able to go from Smith on to medical school. So, mm. you know, so... It's a lot of great things academically, but you know, one yeah. thing about the HBCUs, like I said, when you mention certain HBCUs, you you associated with something. Right. It's about bringing that identity back with Johnson C. Smith. What right. do you associate when you hear Smith? Right. Um, there's a, a graduate program on campus now, right? Yes, it is. Actually, that's my position. I'm the um, graduate counselor at Johnson C. Smith for the MSW. So okay. um, bachelor's of social work was uh, the bachelor's degree. We only have one grad school at Johnson C. Smith, and that's the MSW for the What's a two-year program? Um, it's a two-year program if you don't have a bachelor's. If you come out of the, if you come out with your bachelor's in social work, you can go for the advanced standing program, and that takes a year. Wow. But if you only have a bachelor's in another form of another degree, you um, it's a two-year program. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's the ticket price on that? Uh, well, you know, it's cheaper than uh, undergrad. I can't say that. So, you know, uh, that's a good thing. You ain't and stay on campus. Let me plug this. And actually, you can actually get an opportunity to have free housing. If you come to be a grad student at Smith and you agree to be a graduate advisor um, with another degree program, a graduate assistant, you can get free housing. You also don't have to take the GRE to become yeah. uh, a part of the program. You know, three letters of recommendation, personal essay, and a copy of that transcript. Get you on in there. This is kind of not on my notes, but I just thought about it because you talked about housing, man. Yeah. Housing has changed at Smith. I know there's a lot of mm. dorms not being used. Yes. What's going on with that, man? Because, you know, we, we, we all wonder, we, mm. we, we create our own narratives like, well, I heard this building yeah. can't get used because of this reason. Yeah. Like, what's going on with the dorms up there, John? Well, I can say this, and um, I haven't been in Smith Hall in a while, but the last time I went to Smith Hall, it's been turned from a dorm to office buildings, office, uh, it was a matter of fact, one of the past directors, we have a new director now facilities, but the past director, her office was inside of Smith Hall. Anybody who don't know Smith, Smith Hall is a dorm right across from um, the library. Where the um, athletes used to stay. Where the athletes, basketball team, that's the basketball, basketball team, dorm. team. And some band members because me and of course my LB Trey stayed there. The football dorm was Carter Hall, one of the first male dorms built on campus, yeah. and that's no longer a dorm. Um, but that's not being used at all for anything. So that's closed. Carter's not being used? Carter's not being used. Um, Barry Hall is completely shut down. The dorms that are in use is Myers. Um, I want to say, I think Sanders. Duke Hall for, for certain students. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but Myers um, is now a co-ed dorm. They have guys and girls staying in Myers. Greenfield is still co-ed. New Reds are still in use as co-ed. Why, why are we still calling it New Reds and it ain't new no more? It ain't new no more. And, you know, now we got the uh, Mosaic Village, you know. That's, the, that's the, what I was trying to the, get to, the, man. The, the, the towers, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, so, that's, 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 uh, that's the towers down that's there? That's the towers over there, you know. But so I, can't, I, I can't fault the kids. It's the mm-hmm. shiny new toy. Everybody want to live down there. It is. It is. And anything shiny and new, you, you flock to. You know right. what I mean? So, I mean, and that's the thing about that experience. We no longer have a bridge that, that connected the uh, listing, yep. you know, Sanders and Duke over to the other side of the yard. So they tore that bridge down. But we now have a new rail system coming through, you know, from downtown. Mm-hmm. And now any Smith student starting the fall, uh, once they get everything done, they show their Smith ID, they can ride that rail for free anywhere they want. Are they looking to bring the kids back in the spring semester maybe? It's talks, but it's no guarantees. Yeah. I mean, as of right now, the students are still online. So that's one thing. And, I mean, one thing I can't say, we, we were one of the first schools to, to think, we say family, you're supposed to care about your family. So we don't want to put our family in harm's way. So right. from jump, it was going to be stay at home, let's try to get this online yeah. thing going. Because, you know, you have some schools, and I won't mention any of them, they're so more focused on money mm-hmm. that, they, that they're losing by not having students on campus. You got students that's going to catch something, and then that could be a liability. Right. We want you to stay home and be safe. I remember um, I was on a call with President Armbrister, mm-hmm. and he, uh, he said that the university will do what's best for the university. Mm-hmm. And I know originally they were supposed to come and then they kind of backpedaled and was like, mm-hmm. nah, let's keep everybody at home. Let's revisit this, man. Um, right. You know, uh, speaking of Smith, man, this this is homecoming week. It's homecoming week. It don't this feel is, like it, it, though. It don't feel the like it. The still good, man. You it's know, good. But we had some good Saturdays in Charlotte. Yes. It's just going to waste, man. Yes, we did. Yeah. I, how, what are you doing to cope right now that while it's not having a homecoming? Bro? What you going to do? I'm looking at my phone at, at past year's homecoming. I'm looking at past. It's Throwback Thursday every day. Yeah, it's Throwback Thursday every day. I'm looking at old videos. You know what I mean? I'm looking at just all the the fun pictures of everybody's looking happy yeah. and putting on their they homecoming best. Yes, you sir. Know, yes, sir. You know, and yeah. I'm talking about that's when you look when you was in eighth grade and you laid your little outfit out on the bed <laughs> and you came out there and four Johns looked at the table. I'm, I'm a freak that on Friday. Boy, I'm, I'm a kill I'm a kill him on Saturday. Right, Saturday night, you know, Friday night, Lex party, Saturday night, Lex party, you know, I'm even in that jump. You come know, on, so man. come on, man. Hey, man, I ain't go, got that many parties. Man, man, go ahead, man. You know, you hey, listen, you was on the yard, and you know what I'm saying. You know, you you definitely is uh, Thomas Shepherd of Smith. You know, listen, <laughs> can't change what we were, man. Oh no, nah, you definitely can't, <laughs> man. You know, homecoming allows us and it affords us so many opportunities to network, yes, to reconnect, yes, to check on your family, mm-hmm. to put some money in Bubba pocket. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I make sure Bubba got his outfits. Make sure you bring Bubba a shirt, bring yeah. Bubba a hat, and give him some money. Bubba That's need right. a cash out, man. Bubba, Bubba you know, need like, a cash out. Bubba would have a house by now. I was, I was joking <laughs> with one of my OGs, man. Yeah. I don't say his name, but I'm like, man, Bubba probably come up. So, man. Oh, Bubba hit everybody up, man, but Bubba. you know, Bubba deserve it, man. He do. He do. Bubba, he do, Bubba is he do, definitely man. one of the, the OGs, the pillars of you think about Johnson C. Smith, you can't say Smith yeah. without saying Bubba, man. Bubba's I'm trying to get Bubba from, on the podcast, man. I ain't even going to be funny with you. Hey, you know, bring Bubba up, man. Yeah, you need man. to. You need I'm to. I'm going to have to pay him, though. Because Bubba would definitely uh, <laughs> give you some history, man. He'd tell you how bad his four used to really be. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Nah, I've been with Bubba, man. See, the the we I love Bubba. Bubba yeah. can get whatever from me. Right. You know, within reason. Right. But I remember when I first got there, Bubba used to be in a cab looking out. Yeah. So people think Bubba's a joke, and I'm like, nah, mm-hmm. bro, he no. family, bro. Like, he don't fam. treat him like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And if you He's, don't know him, act, ask about him. Yeah, he said he, he needs some. Like, you know, and like, mm-hmm. man, the dude damn near, like, two homecomings ago, like, broke out in tears. He was like, man, y'all always look out for me. That's right. Y'all my family, man. He's like, people don't treat me the same. They don't treat me like how y'all treat me. I'm like, nah, yeah. you good, bro. Like, we, we come around, we're going to take care of you, man. Yeah, Bubba came in the office, man. When I first got back, I was that's who <laughs> I was looking for. Bubba came in the office and welcomed me back, man, gave me a hug. And I made, he said, big bro, I need a shirt. You know how, big, how Bubba hit you up? I need a shirt, big bro. Yeah. So I said, man, hey, Shout Bubba, out to Bubba, man. Bubba, you come back, I got you. Yeah, but every HBCU mm-hmm. got somebody like Bubba. There's a Bubba at H, every HBCU. Yeah. You know, that that one that was always around and that's going to always be around. Yeah, and just, and like you said, it's family, man. Um, that's right. One of the questions I have here, then we'll, we'll pivot. How has this pandemic uh, shifted the way you guys recruit students in the office? Um, well, for right now, everything is virtual. So, you know, instead of, you know, planning your trip to go to a hotel and all of that, you are con- you're contacting the same contact person, but everything's either through like a Zoom 
um, or, you know, uh, mainly just Zoom, to be honest. That's the main thing we do. We do a Zoom call uh, and we have the students that come on. It's been a, a slight decrease in numbers mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you got students that's already on the computer all day doing homework. Are they really going to stop that or later on that night jump on a Zoom to right. learn about the school? So right. it has been a decrease, but I know that was something that all in universities was going to get hit. So what we do from a Smith standpoint, we had to get creative. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we did was the live at the fives. And um, we were one of the first schools, I will say, because a lot of people was actually kind of taken from our blueprint. All the counselors, we started our own Instagram account, our yeah. counselor, uh, business page, our counselor yeah. page. And we all do live at the fives. So every day, each counselor had their own day. So one of my days was, of course, for the MSW. And we interview, but we also interview alumni about the past to kind of bring them back. Yeah, Pretty yeah. much similar to what we're doing now, but right. it was on a live version. So yeah, yeah. Instagram, um, Zoom calls, and just take, taking them back to the old school and calling people. So I'm glad you, you took it. So when we worked in the admissions office, yeah. remember when we were trying to like mm -hmm. tell them like, yo, it's this thing called social media. Right. Let's jump on this early. Early. Mm -hmm. But the school did not want to touch it. We're like, mm -hmm. this is a recruiting tool. This right. is early, well not say early Facebook, but this is like Facebook rising, like Twitter going crazy around this time. Mm -hmm. Like when you came, I was like, bro, we need to use social media and the school did not want to do it. And look at all these schools now, like mm -hmm. that's late to the party that's yeah. just, integrating social media into their uh, recruiting and their marketing. I mean, just think, just for Johnson C. Smith, every department has an Instagram. They have a Facebook page. Right. Every department. Now every class, class of 04, 05, 06, 07, so on and so forth, have their own Instagram page. Now you have students who are being recruiting, who are being recruited, starting the Instagram page for their class. Right. You see what I'm saying? So social media is, is a definitely made things a little bit more easier. Yeah. But from an old school person like myself, it's taken away from that personal touch. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like a college fair. Right. It's nothing like going and actually speaking to students at the school. Yeah. It's nothing about t telling them those stories and, and teaching them chants. You know what I mean? Making them feel that they're already an honorary golden bull. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that through social media. Because this know, ain't I try. nothing but a Smith thing. That's all, that's all, that's all. From the window to the wall. Now tell it now, you know, there's an urban legend that says that that, that was stolen by Little John. Yeah. Tell a story. Tell a story. So it. there's an urban legend. Back yeah. in the day when I was at Johnson C. Smith University, at the time Little John and them did come to Johnson C. Smith, and at the time they were trying to figure out which HBCU had the crunkest chance. So we did a chant for them. This ain't nothing but a Smith thing. That's all, that's all, that's all. From the window to the wall. Next thing you know, a couple months later, we turn the radio on. From the window to the wall, to the wall. I'm not going to say the rest. This is a fan of the show, but a lot of y'all singing it right now that's listening. Mm -hmm. You know, but. Um, Sweat yeah. dripping down your drawers right now. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, right now it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> man, another uh, story, man, uh, you know, right before they did Drumline, man, Nick Cannon spent some time up at Smith. What was that experience like with Nick, man? Man, that was a good thing. And people that don't know, our frat brother, Jerome. Um, My LB. Yeah, your LB. That's his that, cousin. That's his first cousin. Um, yeah. So Nick Cannon has a lot of ties from North Carolina. You know, um, Kannapolis. Kannapolis, yep. North Carolina. So I think Nick Cannon, either his mom or aunt, went to Barbara Scotia, and he had another a relative that went to Johnson C. Smith. And a little history for you all, Smith used to be an all-male school. Barbara Scotia was our sister school. It was all-female school. So a um, lot of ties to, um, to North Carolina. But um, Nick came up there right at the drum line. Um, I got a picture with Nick Cannon with my, with my bright orange FUBU bubble coat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody keep on ragging me on, but it yeah, is you, what it you, is. You post that about this time every year, man. I do. So you, I do. Or put it up there tomorrow. So man. Nick is an honorary International Institution of Sound member. He got him a band shirt and a hat, you know. So um, that hyped us up because that was actually around the time the first annual Honda Battle of the Bands, which 03. was in Atlanta in 03. And Smith was the first school from the CIAA to get selected remember, to go to represent the division. And that's back in then where everybody had to vote, the students, the band directors, so on and so forth. Yeah. So when we went, we were supposed to be there. That's the Super Bowl of bands, and they just brought that back to Atlanta this past year, yeah, 2019. Yeah, they took a break, yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I love taking my students down there, man. Yes, sir. 
It's such a good cultural experience for it a lot is. of those kids, just to see the different HBCUs and, of course, the band. Mm -hmm. Man, what we need to do to get the Smith Band back, man, I felt like the last game I went <laughs> to, man, it, it, no disrespect, it looks sad. No, 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 you're to fine. To just see the numbers. And I get it, band is expensive. Yeah, band People is expensive. People don't know that and realize mm -hmm. that. But, like, yo, like, the numbers just look bad. But you know what's so funny, man? I mean, and I'm, I'm going to get back definitely on Smith, but it starts, you know, when we were kids, you know. You pick the instrument. You figured out what you want to play. You know, you pretty much got your instrument in middle school. High school, if you liked it, you continued on with the marching band. It starts then. You have a lot of music programs on a national level being cut funding. You see what I'm saying? And if, you, if they're not starting there, how are they going to ever get to college? But from a Smith standpoint, I um, won't mention any names, but let's just say the, the, the powers that be at that particular time, mm -hmm. um, there was a rumor mill where the, the music budget, the band budget got cut, and there was a specific number that the powers that be at that particular time wanted in the band. So if, if I look at a band of 150, but I only want to see 60 people, then of course some things may get cut, and if some things got cut, you have students that are banking on that band scholarship yeah. and if i can't give you money to go to school well guess what i'm gonna go somewhere else where i can get some money at so that's one thing on how the band sure. got small so any to any current member of the band i tell them this all the time when i do see them i appreciate y'all because you truly have to have the heart to love music to be in the situation that you're in to know that some alum jokingly may say you know y'all not what you used to be or whatever like that yeah. Them kids don't know that, you know what I mean? But it takes us now as old heads and OGs to say, listen, I appreciate y'all. It's going to be cool. Keep doing yeah. what you're doing. When, I, when, uh, when you make it, become an alum, you can get on the alumni band and you get to see mm -hmm. how Smith, in a sense, used to be. The sad thing is you have other HBCUs who've been going, you know, longer than us and even are younger than us that no matter who was in charge of the university, whatever, the alumni did not let that tradition go right. down. That band never lost their identity. We're just trying to get our identity. Hey, man, add me to the, uh, the alumni band group chat, man. Oh, oh yeah, I got you. You're you on there. I got right, you. Yeah, right. we'll do that. Man, let's pivot, man. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. Bro, you, again, man, you do so much. And, yeah. And the reason this platform exists, shout out to the Power Podcast Network and Lance. And shout out, shout out to man. Them. Yo, if you want to start a podcast, this is our first commercial. If you want to start a podcast, hit my man Lance up. He got you. I do. I'm going to talk to Lance when this thing over. Because okay, you know I do. Go. You know I do. Yes, sir. <laughs> they, they need to talk to this dude. The love doctor. Uh. Okay. <laughs> but no, man, like, yo, when I say what do you have going on, yeah. like, what do you have going on? Because I know, like, mm -hmm. bro, you got merch, you do photography. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we talked offline yeah. about a project you're working on, but what you got going on, man? So currently right now what I have going on is definitely the photography thing. The photography is called VT Photography. You know, um, I started a while back. I got a couple of weddings under my belt, some maternity. I got um, uh, engagement, you know, parties, birthday parties. You know, I've even done infants, you know. So I love being behind the camera. I love capturing moments that can last a lifetime. And that's one thing that my tagline, you know, VT Photography capturing the moments that last a lifetime you know and i love doing that and i mean the experience that i um, that i provide you know for those couples um are like no other god really gave me an eye i'm i'm naturally trained you know and humble enough to know that i i, I can use always grow within that particular craft yeah. but um when i say the moments that i've been able to capture um i've even spoke to a lot of professional photographers because you want to always speak to people you know iron sharpens iron um have told me you know keep working at your craft because what you're doing right now is good so sure. um, um with COVID season going on you know i recently actually did do um an, uh, a four-year-old and um he's 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 gonna be a future lady killer you know what okay. i mean so you okay. know i shot him actually in columbia um most people that have been to columbia um you know about usc the gamecocks and the horseshoe that's like a, a landmark in uh mm -hmm. in columbia so um doing that so still the photography is not gone it's just we rebuilding, you know, we kind of brushed some things up. So VT Photography is coming back. Um, blessed I'm, and Bearded. Blessed and Bearded. So that's definitely, you know, my um, my brand, my clothing line, you know, that started um, about a good three, four years ago. Um, and I just realized, you know, a lot of stuff that I've been through personally in my life, 
you know, I'm like, God, you know what? I'm bearded. People could compliment my beard. Mm -hmm. My beard used to be like real long, you know. Rick but Ross. Rick Ross, you know, I had it long, long. But, you know, no matter what, people always complimented my haircuts. And I'm like, you know what? You know, I love God. You know, I'm blessed. Blessed and bearded. You know what I mean? So people say, you got beard oil? No, no, no stuff to treat the beard, which is definitely a good idea. But it's mainly right now just the merch. So I got the logo for Blessed and Bearded. Yeah. But under that umbrella, you know, we branched out to, you know, caring about the movement, what's going on in society right now. People forget. They say it, but they ain't demonstrating it. Black men matter, too. So I got the Black Men Matter, too, shirts. Um, and for the ladies, I got We Support Our Black Men. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, um, shout out to you, you know, being a man, you know, being my brother. You know, you've really taken the Smith merch and Johnson C. Smith to a whole nother level. Um, but the good thing about you, um, and we're both kind of joking to say, you know, just from paid and full, you ain't eating. I ain't eating. We all eat, you know, and we all eating out here. So shout out to all the alum who are, oh, yeah. who are doing their thing, who are get, showing their love back to Johnson C. Smith. So, sure. hey, man, I finally came out with my own shirt, Lex, you know what I mean? And. I had to think about that thing for a while because, I mean, you know, you've definitely been an inspiration and I'm proud of you for what you're doing with Smith and your merch, you know, the Smith um, Cartel. Uh, I call it the Cartel because, you know, y'all growing, man. Y'all like the mob out here. You I'm know about what I'm to saying? say Cartel. Everybody I see got some Smith if, on, if you know what I'm saying? S-M-I-F-F. Yeah. Smith. Smith. You know, shout out to Smith. So, they love it and they hate it, but we don't yeah. care about the people that hate it. Hey, man. Okay, but, hey, listen, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing that. You ain't doing it right. You know yeah, what I mean? I so to learn you, that. Yeah, and you got to learn that. And it's a humbling experience, but yeah. that means people watching. So um, I thought about, you know, well, what can my personal contribution to Justice Smith be, you know, the fact that I love Smith. You said a lot of people know me. I was on the band, you know, the fraternity admissions, you know, we've been at Smith since we were students there. You know, we grew up literally on that campus, became mm -hmm. men. So I thought about it. I'm like, well, I love Smith. Anybody says got something to say something bad about Johnson C. Smith, I'm going to say something. I'm about that life. You know, I love Betty's Ford, the history on Betty's Ford. When you come to Johnson C. Smith, it brings everybody together. So we have that unity. We have that love. We have that loyalty. It's in our loyalty song. We love these Smith with all our hearts. And I said, well, hold on. If I'm about Smith, if I love Betty's Ford, if I'm about unity, if I'm about loyalty and love, I'm about that bull. That's the acronym for bull. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm about Smith. I'm about Betty's Ford. I'm about unity. I'm about loyalty. I'm about love. I'm about that bull. And anybody got something to say about Smith, I'm about that bull. And it Be says careful. on the front, we bought that bull. We bought that bull. And on the back, read it out to him. Betty's Ford, unity, love, loyalty, the acronym for bull. We bought that bull. So I, I said it jokingly on social media to all my to all my Smithites that's listening, alum, current student, potential student, if you really bought that life, then you really bought that bull. And if you bought that bull, get yourself a bull shirt. Yeah, 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 man. I love it. I love it, yeah. man. You know, like, um, you know, the thing about us, right, that yeah. whether we came to Smith as creators or right. we get inspired by other people, it's it's a brainchild of ours. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When, right. when I put out the SMIFF, I didn't know what it was going to turn into what it was going to turn into. Gotcha. But I'm not afraid to try anything. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not afraid to fail. You feel me? Yeah. That's how you yeah. learn. That's how you learn. And I've, yeah. I've, I've succeeded, but like it's been mm -hmm. a lot of failures that a lot of people don't really know about, but that's okay. But you do it behind the closed doors. Absolutely. Yeah. But I love what you're doing because it's like, bro, like that's V. Like yeah. V gonna do blessed and bearded. Yeah. V gonna do black men matter too. Yeah. V gonna do this. And, yeah. and people gravitate towards what you're doing, bro. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know what I'm saying? And there's room for everybody. And the thing that I love is that I'm not just doing it and ask people to support, and I'll support my people. You right. know I support you, you support me. Right. I don't support other Smith entrepreneurs, if you will. You know, I want to make sure I always do that yeah. because you got to show the love. I mean, it's like, it's like you said, your cornerstone. Keep the money on the floor. We can't just say that if we ain't actively yeah. doing it. Yeah, well, I mean, you 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 talked it right up, man. We gotta keep the money on the floor. And again, it's that exchange of like, yeah, like we we broke bread today, like yeah. You got a hat from me. I got a yeah. shirt from you. That's right. And we recycled the black dollar. That's you know it. what I'm saying? That's and, it. And that's what we have to do. So, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that? About this whole like thing we're in, and like you know, when I say this thing that we're in, because it's at a forefront now. Mm -hmm. You know, we've always went to a soul food restaurant, black right. barbershop. Right. The list goes on, but like, right. what are your thoughts about recycling the black dollar for real, for real? 
my thoughts, I mean, it's, it's, it's about positivity. It's, it's about doing, think about it like this. And I have a, I have a theory and, um, you know, some people may agree, they may not agree, or they may just not understand. Um, segregation, man, um, was a, in my personal opinion, and I spoke with my, my grandmother about this before she passed. So I can say, I didn't just think this up. I talked to someone who went through it, who was alive to see white only, black only water fountains, black only, um, you know, restrooms. You know, there was a mindset of our people where we wanted so much inclusion, we forgot how independent we were and how independent we were made to be. We recycled the black dollar so much because we couldn't get into the white restaurants. We couldn't eat in the white restaurants. We couldn't go to the white movies. We couldn't do. So we had to have our own cleaners. We had to have our own clothes makers, our own seamstress. We had to have black businesses because no one else was going to do it for us. Mm -hmm. When we fought for so much inclusion, which was the right thing for equality, we lost the drive in the background of us having ownership and us having having land in our businesses so it's almost like a setup okay you want to you want to eat here okay cool i'm gonna include you but the payoff is the consequence is i'm gonna let you eat here but i'm gonna take this from you so you forgot you had your own cleaners black wall street i'm gonna burn this down you see what i'm saying i'm gonna take how well we dressed and how presentable we were having our own banks because we fought so much to get into the white bank mm -hmm. now like I said before, we deserve to be black men matter too, black women matter too, black people matter too, black lives do matter. But if you think about it on the flip side, how much drive and how much motivation did our ancestors have prior to us? You know, how much, how many, how much did they own? How many things that we actually forget on when we learned about, you know, trade was a big thing. You know, we're both recruiters, but at the end of the day, Trade school was what we lost out on. You know what I mean? The, the main thing that they did was they took, the, the, destroyed a black family, they took the black man, they put us in the army, and they took away the trades that we learned how to do. You know, everybody don't have a green thumb no more. People can't fix a car like they used to. These are things that we learned how to do from our granddaddy, great-granddaddy, so on. That has been lost. That's what we need to find back now, that inclusion of ourselves, right. and not to just support each other with giving the black dollar. Hey, son, let me show you how to build this. Hey, son, let me show you how to do this. Let me walk you through this because one day I'm not going to be here. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's the passing down that our ancestors had to do of stories and so, so on and so forth that has been lost collectively. Because And that's how you lose your identity when you don't know where you come from. So I'm glad that we are now having this big thing and this big uproar where there's so much inclusion in African Americans and us feeling included. But there's a lot of stuff that we lost, yeah. and that's what we're trying to get back. We were, uh, you, you said a whole lot there, and I'm glad you took us to school on that, man. But I've, I've spoken about this a few times on the yeah. pod. It's just really a fact of, like, we don't trust each other enough. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, all right, if I, got, if I go to the black bank, go to the white bank, mm -hmm. I'm probably going to go to the white bank. And this is pre-all this going yeah. on, right? Yeah, facts. Movement and all that. Yeah. But it's like, we just don't trust, you know what I'm saying? We're, oh, I need a lawyer. Uh, go. Oh, it's time to... You know, I got some money now. Go to the suburbs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think the the tide and the circle is changing now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I feel like, yeah. you know, we need to buy black, be around us because yes. family. You know yes. what I'm saying? We talk about yes. uh, just Smith and all that stuff. But what I gather from, again, what you're saying is just like we got lost in the shuffle. Like you said, man, they took the men away, put them in the army. You know what yeah. I mean? And like that, that whole thing got lost, man. But um, it's important that we continue to support each other. Yeah. And support, again, doesn't, it, it's great to have a transaction, but it doesn't always have to equate to like, you know what I mean? It's just knowledge. Right. I mean, it just, it's an just, exchange it, of, it, of resources. It, resources. Let me introduce you to this guy. Let me introduce you to this lady. You know, you, you want to do this? Okay, this is a person that can help you get there. It's all about, you said, about networking. That's one thing that, that's one thing I can say I know I do well. I may not know how to do certain things, but if you need something, mm -hmm. I know the person that can do it. I'm going to put you in that room. I'm going to do shot and I'm going to let y'all do y'all thing. Right. But um, it's so funny you said that because I'll give you a prime example. Um, and this was just, this. these are multiple people, but when you talk about we don't trust each other, you got merch, I have merch, we know people who do merch. And in any, in, in any black business, whenever we ask that person, how much is this? And we give them a price, we always question our people. Dang, I don't know if it's, if it's worth that much or, or it's all about what's worth 
when it comes with your own people. But I made the joke. I'm like, well, shoot, you you can go you go over there to Bloomingdale's or whatever like that, and you'll pay eighty dollars for just something that that didn't go in, that that didn't go into the work that what we have. You know what I'm saying? Think about that scene in Baby Boys. It was like forty dollars. Forty dollars. You know, and that's our own. That's, that's your yeah, own. That's people. what we do, though. That's what we do. We question our own people. We have like, yeah, exactly. Let, let me get a let me get a break, bro. Man, Come bro, on, bro. I, Come I on. Fifty, man. Let yeah, me get two that's 50. too much. But you you yeah. go right into a polo, you go into a, a shop like that. Yeah. You know, truly, whatever, whatever the new stuff is, these Yeezys, you ain't questioning nobody about how much some cost. You spend right. hundreds of dollars on on shoes, right. but you you won't go to somebody. But else. that a lot of that is is symbolism, and a lot of that is we equate mm-hmm. value and worth to these brands. Exactly, and it's like. You don't even know who the hell you are because you bust down with Gucci, True mm-hmm. Religion, right. uh, Yeezy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, like, and a lot of us fall victim to that because, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. like the lines that don't look down on us because we just like shiny things. We don't all know our history, but it's like, right. that's how we were raised. Like, yo, like, mm-hmm. you ain't got these or right. kill them with this because we know, like, yo, this a $500 jacket. This mm-hmm. an $80 hat. Well, these Yeezys, man, these one yeah. of them. 300 you ain't got these yeah it's a status thing it's a status thing and that's the thing you think about all these millionaires and these people who are very wealthy um they wearing just regular levi jeans and a white t-shirt you yeah. know what i mean they don't put their value to material things and when they talk about and i mean i hate on my people you know we come from kings so yeah we are used to shiny stuff we like shiny stuff because that's what kings wore all the gold the diamonds yeah, yeah. but it's just the fact that we put more money we feel we have to look rich Versus being right, it's it's, it's all rich. it's all appearance, yeah. man. You it's know all appearance. Yeah. You know, a lot of that is getting just how we were raised, but a lot of mm-hmm. that is to cover up what's going on inside. You know, what exactly. Saying? And exactly. one thing that I love that's coming out about during this pandemic is mental health. Exactly. And we talked about that offline. We you did. Know what I'm saying? Going to just talking to somebody, man, getting your feelings out, and mm-hmm. you know, it's okay to not be okay. Right. Because a lot of us are wearing masks or wearing expensive designer stuff because like we can't put up with ourselves. And we try right. to we trying to project something that we really mm-hmm. not. And Michael Jackson had a song, man, and it was called Man in the Mirror. You know, and that's the one thing that that intimidated us is the person that we looking back at. You know, and with mental health, why it is very dangerous, we try to, you know, smile everything off, man. But I tell people, I mean that's even in the Bible, like, listen, it's okay to cry sometimes. Um, tears is not a sign of weakness. Tears is a sign of strength. It is you actually physically cleansing yourself and getting rid of that hurt and mm-hmm. being able to move on. You know what I mean? We got as even as black men, we so afraid to show emotion, man. That don't mean you soft. You know what I mean? You know, any man can break down because we deal with so much mm-hmm. and it's based on how we raise. Think about it. Little girl fall down, it's okay, baby. Little boy fall down, get up, shake it off. He'll be he, all right. He'll be all right. You be all right. You're gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah, we so groomed to be tough that we don't know how to get in touch. With our real feelings, you know what I'm saying? But deeper than that, though, I heard uh, um, Jay-Z say in an interview one time, like, we were just r- raised and taught different. Like, I walk yeah. down the street and I look at you and you be like, man, what you looking at? Because right. you think I can see you. Right. I'm just looking at you. Right, but right. But you think I can see you mm-hmm. internalizing everything that you're going through. Right. And that's where a lot of people like, man, bro, what, what they looking at? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, he just right. look. He's just looking at you. He's looking right. towards you. Right. But you're like, damn, man. I mean, he can. He know what I'm dealing with, and mm-hmm. that's how a lot of our trauma and a lot of the stuff that we mm-hmm. deal with mentally, especially as black men, even sisters too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, put, man, ain't nothing worse than a pretty girl walking in a room and some other girls don't know her. Right. They sizing her up. They trying to Hating find on something wrong. Oh, look at her shoes. Mm-hmm. Look at her knees. That's weaved. Right. And, and we hate each other. We tear right. each other down. Mm-hmm. We, and, and, and if I'm wrong, at me then. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. You at know, me if I'm wrong, bro. It's so facts. true. Facts. It's facts. so true, bro. But we got to love We gotta love ourselves before we can love somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's real. And the thing about it, man, it's so crazy. That goes back to people don't realize putting each other down in that whole joning situation, you know, getting on people. You know, that was a defense mechanism, you know, to for, to save your own life. Back in slavery, you know, whenever they was about to sell you, you know, nah, man, you know, he got, he, he broke down, man. He got some messed up feet, man. You don't, you know, like that. Yeah. You did that because it's like, well, I can't work, you know, so I'm broke down, you know, and that whole, that's what that whole joning and getting on for. But that hater thing, man, they have designed our minds to hate on each other, you know, to break us up because if we ever got together, if we ever 
you know, invested in one another. If we ever got back together and put our money in each other and got that black dollar back, let's think how much, um, you know, these people make on Black Friday just from our people. You know what I mean? Billions. You know what I'm saying? If we ever put that reinvest in ourselves, man, we would mm -hmm. be a powerful people and we need to get back to where we were, man. Kanye said they made us hate ourselves and love their wealth. That's why Shorty's asking where the ball is at. That's it. And Come on, man. Y'all got to respect you. He crazy, but he he, he been telling y'all the game. Right. Right. That's, that's deep. That's but listen, deep. man, um, yeah. I got a couple more questions. Sure. Go ahead, man. I'm going to let you go back to the Metro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, what you think about them Carolina Panthers right now, man? I know you're man. a big Panthers fan, man. Man, right now, Carolina Panthers is under a bridge of troubled waters. You see what I'm Teddy saying? Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy P. You know what I mean? But, I mean, you know what? Teddy Bridgewater, I'm not mad at him, man. He's actually um, a, a good quarterback. Um, I, I look at a couple things. Not only just the pandemic, we, ne we didn't have a preseason. Therefore, you didn't have a you didn't have three to four games to jail yeah. with your teammates. You went to practice and y'all had game one. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. People forget we had a three-game winning streak. And when one thing about the Panthers, even though we lose games, we don't get beat. We right. beat ourselves. You see what I'm saying? So we just got to get the, the counts together. You know, Bridgewater need protection. We've always had an offensive line problem. Yeah. You know, that boy totally accurate, honest. though. We, yeah. That's something that we're not used yeah. to. And I and love Cam. Yeah, but that boy he accurate, accurate and he got a soft touch. Cam throwing them, them torpedoes at folk, <laughs> breaking people's fingers. And that's why folk can't catch the ball. You know yeah. what I mean? But... They like Bridgewater, you know. I, I think personally, this past Saints game, you know, he could have won. He was a little too happy to be home. Now he's a little too happy to be back, yeah. hugging everybody, sitting on the he, bench. We got to talk to him about that. that. Listen, you don't, you ain't no saint no more, you know. But um, we're gonna be all right, man. I mean, yeah. I know we ain't going to Super Bowl, but um, I, I I'm glad Atlanta is worse than uh, than yeah, us. Yeah, they, they come you know see us saying? on Thursday. Yeah. Um, you know, the holidays is coming up, man. Ain't yes, talking sir. about trick-or-treating. Ain't nobody touching nobody candy this year, man. <laughs> Facts. But Thanksgiving coming up, so I'm, I'm going to start asking my guests this question, and you'll mm. be the first one. Man. Okay. If you can invite five people dead or alive to the Thanksgiving table next month, who would it be? Five people. Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest. The first two are going to definitely be my grandma and my dad. That's just people that, you yeah. know, I miss. The other three, um, it could be celebrities, athletes, anybody. Yeah, uh, I would invite. Um, I invite Malcolm X. I would invite uh, two more people, right? Mm -hmm. Dead or alive. You got grandma. You got your pops. I got Malcolm X. That's Malcolm three. X. Um, I would. Um, I would invite. Uh, I would invite Rick Ross. Okay. Um, and I would definitely um, invite. Uh, what's my girl name? Uh, Rosa Parks. Okay. And I want to break that down. Mom and Grandma and Dad is self-explanatory. Right. Malcolm X, man. Um, he's the epitome of improving yourself to come from a situation of being a hustler mm -hmm. to being enlightened and being reading and not having any formal education but graduating the school of hard knocks coming out of prison but you know enlightening himself reading the dictionary you know so on and so forth it's not about the things that he believed but he always spoke positive about black people even though he had a different mindset or a different approach from of course Martin Luther King which were both great leaders um, I would want to hear more from Malcolm X and his mindset. And I, of course, he died before his time because he died in a sense of transition where he were taught a certain way, but he wanted to kind of bring everybody together. Mm -hmm. and, and then because of that, you know, he was killed, you know, mm -hmm. so I would want to pick his brain on that and having that discipline and having that drive. Um, Jay-Z, you know, Rick Ross, Rick Ross, or not Jay-Z, Rick Ross, Rick Ross, you know, cause at the end of the day, man, you know, I'm a fat guy, you know what I'm saying? You know, so, <laughs> you know, listen, shout out to the fat guys who getting these, who still getting these chicks. You right. see what I'm saying? You they know, got a weight problem. They can't know, wait to eat. We can't wait to eat. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> let me tell you something, when they get cold, baby, you know, y'all the style, you know what I'm saying? You know, you need somebody to warm you up in, in the winter, you know, and they call me Black Santa. You see what I'm saying? Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. But, uh. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. But you know, uh, yeah, definitely, man. Rick said, Ross, man. Said, uh, Rosa. Rosa. Yeah, yeah. So Rick Ross, you know, him just being like I said, an entrepreneur, man. I mean, he bought a Vander Holyfield old spot. I mean, it's just the fact wing that wing stops, wing stops. You know, and then him, him, you know, I'm getting my health back together. He got his health together. So he's been an inspiration, man, you know, and I just love the way he rap, you know what I mean? So, oh, you know, the mama super thick. She say she 22. She see them 22s. We in room 222. That's my part right there, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, um, and then Rosa, man, you know, she just epitome of, listen, I'm tired. I ain't feel like getting up. You know, what was your so mindset she, So she going to be like, I ain't helping y'all with the dishes. I ain't helping y'all with the dishes. I'm sitting down. I'm sitting in the I'm chair. Good. Listen, I deserve to sit. In fact, bring me another piece of that pie. You know what I'm saying? And some sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. Um, yeah, man. Um, this has been awesome, bro. You, you, my brother. Like I said, I look up to you, man. I couldn't wait to bring you on the pod, man. What, what not better? A perfect week. I don't even think that makes sense. What not better, but yeah. perfect timing, man. <laughs> homecoming is canceled, but I man. said, boy, I gotta get V for the homecoming episode, man. And Listen, listen, hey, man. Hey, 2021 homecoming? Oh, listen, let me tell you about it. Let me tell y'all right now. 2021 homecoming. Tell them right now, V. Get your, get your hotel right now. Listen, get your hotel. Listen. I mean, they don't know what week it's going to be, but yeah. We don't know what it's going to be. But we, do we, do we do it on a month. It's going to be October, you know, and it's yeah. going to be lit, and it's going to get crazy. You don't see people. You ain't, it's going to be seen wild. since, uh, what's the joint used to be called for orientation? For, since it was called uh, freshman orientation, it was uh, Golden Bull Academy. Golden Bull Academy. People gonna come back that ain't been back in four or five years. I four mean, five. I'm this going deeper than that. Ten. I mean, I'm going people that they used to go that I didn't even, you didn't even see. You know what I'm saying? Just because we can, we could not get together. 2021. I'm calling it right now. 2021 homecoming will be that one. You see what I'm it's saying? Gonna that one. That's gonna be that one. You know. And I will say this, man. You know, um, they're gonna have to stop letting people on cameras. It's gonna be that many people. Uh, listen. You know, and you know me. I got the decal, so you know, Vidi will be in the city, and Vidi will be on campus. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I will be on that yard, man. But y'all stay tuned too yeah, for man, how a can future. They get, how can they get in touch with you, man? What you yeah. got? How can they get the merch? All that. Shout your stuff out, bro. Hey, so here we go. I'm, I'm gonna tell you real slow because sometimes I get real excited. <laughs> so Instagram. At blessed with an E D B L E S S E D A N D bearded B E A R D E D bearded at blessed and bearded at Viddy in the city V I D D Y N C I T Y. I'm sorry, oh, let me break it back V I D D Y N D A C I T Y Viddy in the city at Viddy in the city. At blessed and bearded, and um, and that's all you, that's all you need right now. Follow me on Instagram, um, and stay tuned, man. I'm, I'm I'm definitely writing a book right now, and uh, if I can give any positive message right now, uh, not to, not saying any names, of course, but we've all uh, known friends who've gone not only through a hard year with dealing with family, but also in relationships, man. You know, I've dealt with some stuff in relationships. You know, being um, divorced now, and now. Um, and then having a crazy situation to God blessing me with a beautiful, beautiful African-American woman who I love dearly. You know what I mean? I want to just give her a shout out. But at the end of the day, it's all about whether it's job, whether it's personal, whether it's about relationship. We all got to find our happy. So I'm actually writing a book about, you know, it's called The Exit Strategy, having the strength to leave a bad relationship. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes we get so fearful because I love y'all as a couple. Y'all so cute. It ain't about cute. It ain't about what you post. It's about what's happening behind them closed doors. And there's a lot of folk out there ain't happy. And most important, there's a lot of folk out there scared to dip. I ain't, I'm not promoting divorce, but I'm promoting happy. And if y'all ain't happy, and if you ain't feeling it, talk to that person, try to work it out. But you get to that point where you just can't make it, find your happy. Don't waste your time or their time. Trust somebody who has definitely put time in, but lost a lot of time along the way. Yeah. I, uh, wow. So, yeah, we need to bring him back for part two. Cause part two, baby. talking relationships. Part but two, I, baby. I do want to say this, though. Um, I didn't want to bring it up, but you are yeah. divorced. Yeah. But I was the, uh, that was my, you had, what am I trying to say? I was in your wedding. Mm -hmm. I was in y'all wedding. And it was, it was, uh, it was at that moment, mm -hmm. uh, standing up there with you, mm -hmm. um, and looking at my now wife, who was just my girlfriend at the time, I was like, bro, I'm going to do this. Right. So if nothing else came out of that, you helped me get married. 
Right. Yeah. And you know what? That's a blessing. So, shout That's out a to blessing. <laughs> no, for real. Like, I, I'm not trying to make fun of it, but like, yeah. literally, like, I've never been in a wedding and just going through that whole thing. I'm like, man, this is dope. And then it's like, you know, I was kind of at that, like, all right, man, what we doing? You know what I'm saying? She was kind of putting the pressure on me. I know she's going to slap me tomorrow for saying this. <laughs> she yeah. was putting the pressure. You know? she, she, she was she excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and was I was excited. like, man, like, I looked at her. I was like, you know, I had to look at her because he had me wearing chucks in his wedding. My feet was hurt. Yeah, you know, them, them, DC, them DC folk don't wear chucks. Shout out to the chucks, you yeah, know what I'm saying? You, you think you're shout a confidence somewhere, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Shout, hey, hey, the marathon continues. Shout out to Snoop. Shout out to Nip. Where he yeah, rest in peace. Yes, sir. But what's so funny, man, it's funny you said that, you know, that the wedding that I had or whatever, you know, you know, boosted you to, you know, definitely make that, that step, which is definitely a great thing. And it's, it's good as one situation can, can help produce another situation that's still going strong. That's true. So, Yes, that's fruit. You know, what I will say is you all helped me because whenever I came to your wedding, that's when I was thinking about starting a photography thing. Mm. So allowing me to shoot y'all wedding behind the scenes. You emceed our wedding. And I emceed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so man, you know you tore it down. And that's one thing. Anybody need a host like that, I'm a host with the most, baby. You know, Viddy is in the city. You know, I will hype anything up. You need me to hype up a bar mitzvah, I'm gonna do it. We're gonna hey, make I it. forgot about that. Shalom. Yeah. <laughs> boy, stupid. Man, this has been another great episode, a yes, legendary sir. episode. Of, kind of an out-of-town guest. He works in Charlotte. Yeah. We live in the metro, man. But That's it. V, man, I appreciate you, man. Keep doing your thing. Um, keep building. I, I say, this is my mantra now. I'm building something brick by brick. That's we it. all are building something brick by brick, but mm -hmm. I'm on my own path. I'm on my own lane, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I love what you're doing, and so... You know, mm -hmm. I, I want to be a part of that book, man. I, you know, I help you write a couple chapters, man. I, I, didn't, I didn't left a couple relationships too. I know what to do. Hey, man, listen, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna chop it up. Definitely bring back the part two. Part two. And I enjoyed this this podcast experience, man. Hey, bump that recess with Vid in the city. Uh, you know, that's gonna be the podcast. So, man, true inspiration. Definitely appreciate the experience and uh, bring me back, bro. It's on, yeah. and, and they, you and be they, on mine. Absolutely. And they can get the merch if they go to your... Uh... Yeah, go to my Instagram. Go to Blessed and Bearded or at Viddy in the City. You can definitely DM me uh, right now, you know, to order. Just DM me and uh, Cash App, you know, is uh, Blessed and Bearded VT all together. And, uh, you know, website coming soon. But uh, right now, just keep it simple. DM me. Let me know your size. I got it. You pay for it, I mail it. It's, it's just that simple. And there it is, man. It's another episode of the Keep the Money on the Floor podcast. I'm your host, per usual, my brother. That's Vitty right. in the city. Vitty in the city. We bought that bull. We bought that bull. We out.